The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Piece. I am your host, Melissa Feaster, and I am so excited to have you back this week. Now, do you remember when I left you with a little cliffhanger last week? You know, that pom-pom cotton ball that my son got stuck up his nose? Well, thank you for tuning back in this week to see how it all unfolds. So we're sitting here, pom-pom stuck way up my kid's nose. My fingers, I can't even grab it. It's so far up there and I'm sure as hell not taking him to the doctor to get this thing out. So I have to call in reinforcements, also known as my tweezers. 30 minutes in of him freaking out because he sees these tweezers coming for his face. I finally say enough is enough. And I grab the back of his head and I shove my tweezers up there. And oh my gosh, out falls the freaking pom-pom cotton ball. You guys, I celebrated so much. You would have think I was giving birth to another child. But alas, the cotton ball was out of his nose and he will not be shoving anything up there ever again. Or there will be hell to pay. Fast forward, if that wasn't fun enough, to two days later... Both of my children are sick. I have cleaned more boogers and laundry in the last 48 hours than I have in my entire freaking life. Never ever would I have thought that all the stripper pole and vagina talk during the Salt Lake City reunion would have been such a sweet, sweet escape. Now, on to the more exciting news, and it's my side stealers for the week. Rounding up number one. Darren, you guys remember Darren, Deandra's shaman from Dallas? If I could lie down covered in rose petals and not actually have to partake in any of my husband's bedroom shenanigans, but rather just relaxing and getting all the bad energy out of me, you're not only my side stealer, but you're my freaking superhero too. Way to go, Darren. Way to go. Oh, and let's not forget the crickets of Dallas. Oh, the crickets. Tiffany, you little prankster, you. You know what? It almost went well. I was quite amused with it until Brandy had to run to the bathroom and barf her face off. Maybe next time, Tiffany. But I appreciate the effort. Side stealer number two, Sharon. Oh, Sharon, Carl's mom from Summer House. We have seen her for seasons so upset about divorce from her husband and Carl so upset. And now, now we get to see Sharon getting married. I mean, if that doesn't make you feel amazing and give you warm and fuzzies all over, and I don't know what does. You need to check yourself for that heart. But Sharon and Lou, your side loving makes me so happy. And I wish you nothing but sexy, fun, love forever. All right, side sealer number three, LaToya. Ah, LaToya from the ATL. If you guys don't know, outside of side piece and those little kid things, I have a business stripped with Melissa where I help people get healthy and lose weight and shit. So of course, working out is a part of that and staying hydrated is always key for when you're working out. LaToya actually takes it in her own direction, which makes her my side stealer number three. She is not only trying to get all the ladies to work out, which is a very big challenge in itself, but she has all the ladies 
start doing shots before and during their workout. Now, that is inspiring, LaToya. I give you huge props for that. You got the girls to not only get drunk, but to work out while drunk. LaToya and La Tequila, you guys are tied for my last side stealer of the week. What else is happening in Bravo world, you ask? Well, Summer House. You know, I was really digging the new side, Sierra. And then she has to drop the whole, modeling isn't easy. Do you know how hard it is to find your right angle? Okay, I didn't need that ever in my life. Though, when my three-year-old is taking pics of me, they never seem to look good. So I get it, girl. I'll let that slide this time. But please, let's not have it happen again. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. Wow. Shots fired. It was on fire. Everyone was coming in hot. I had no idea how much Heather disliked Lisa. And you guys, it's not just because Lisa had spray tan all over her hands. All right, Lisa, if you're going to be fighting with these ladies, you got to fix the hand situation because that was a hot spray tan mess. And that wraps up all the fun happening in Bravo World this week. I can't wait for this upcoming week. And oh my gosh, what shots are going to be fired at the Salt Lake City reunion? And I'm pretty sure I've seen a little sneak peek where Mary actually falls asleep. If all that isn't fun enough, I had the chance of sitting down with the one and only Megan King from the OC. And I'm so pumped for you guys to listen. Okay, you guys, so my fabulous guest today is not only a writer, podcaster, fashion superstar, a seller, a former housewife, but she also somehow, with all of that, a mother to not one, not two, but three children, including twins, which is enough to drive me insane even thinking about it. And with all that, you guys, she even made the time to come on and talk with me. I'm so excited. You guys, can you please welcome the beautiful, badass Megan King? Wow. Well, what an intro. Thank you. I wrote it just for you. I was so excited. I was like, I, I just started typing and I was just I like, love your energy. Going. You're great. This Thank is wonderful. You, you can I'm flatter excited. me any day. Are you kidding? I've been so pumped for this. Like we had it before and then I screwed up the times and now like you're making it the time in midst of everything. I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Okay. We're excited to chat. Girl so talk. listen, so for those, you know, who don't know everything, you're from St. Louis, correct? Yeah. St. Louis, Missouri. I am. Okay. So then how did you get tied in with the OC? I get this question all the time. In fact, I just got it earlier today and it's pretty organic. So my ex-husband, Jim, was friends with Heather and Terry Dubrow and Jim is also from Orange County and he had a home there when we met and we started dating. And so that was the Orange County connection. Well, the like the Real Housewives connection was Jim and I were invited to a party that the Dubrows were hosting they were filming at it. it was Heather's groundbreaking party, like when she was building her massive house. So I'm there and I show up and I don't really watch TV. And so I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, it's a hoedown. I'm going to wear like cut off jean shorts and like tie a shirt around my waist. And I show up. I'm like, oh, 
this is a very fancy. People are wearing cocktail dresses with a cowboy hat. Like that doesn't really go together, but apparently in the Real Housewives, that's what you do. So I show up to this party and that's what you do when you're Heather, fancy pants. And so I show up to this party and I apparently cause a little bit of drama when I got a drink at the bar and Shannon was upset because her husband was paying attention to me and not her. I had no idea, but I guess I caught the eye of producers. And next thing I know, I was casting for the show. Oh my gosh. So that was, you were just coming along to the party. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this will be fun and different. Like there'll, there'll be cameras here. These are some people who I kind of know, Heather and Terry, like, I don't know, maybe met them once before, but yeah, I had no idea what was going on. So then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh. Okay. So Shannon Bedore's husband is like looking at this hot chick who's coming with Jen. And hmm, we kind of like this. I, don't, I think actually what happened was during that time, David Bedore was cheating on his wife and it was like so much drama, but no one knew that. So David was having an affair, but no one knew that at the time, except Shannon. And so I think Shannon was just feeling a bit insecure, rightly so, when her husband then, you know, sees me, who's a stranger, and and I'm at the bar, and he says, oh, would you like a drink? Like, basically being a gentleman and saying, like, go ahead kind of thing. But then there's, you know, some baggage that we don't know about at this point as viewers, or I guess we do as viewers, you know, real life time. Right. We didn't know that. So that was what it was. Wait. It wasn't an actual real drama. I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. But what do you mean? You don't have to do anything to have drama on a housewife show. You should know that. No. So I got my drink. I go back and I enjoy the rest of the party. That is that. Well, then I watched the show back, you know, several months later when it airs. And there's like a little bit of drama that went down after that. Totally. Huge. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait, back up though. So did Shannon at the hoedown know that David was already having an affair? Because I don't think it came out till later. Yeah, it did. you're right. But I'm pretty sure she knew. Yeah. Why do you think she knew? I'm like 95% sure. Um, because just she said she knew. Yeah, they, she knew because he was broken up with whoever the affair girl was. And they were trying to work on their marriage. So Shannon knew. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. So then right after the hoedown, producers came up to you and said? No. No, no, it was like months later and they called me, a casting agency called me and I'm like, how did you get my number? It was all very cryptic. And like, how do you know who I am? And I still to this day don't actually know, but I think that somebody in production, somebody behind a camera or like back in like, you know, whatever they call the the TV land area. Thank you. The controller saw me and was like, oh, well, here's this person might be able to fit in. Let's like do a little research into who she is and that's when the whole casting thing started the the whole process so then when you decided to leave you know you made that decision were you had like were you excited to leave were you how did Uh, the show yeah leaving the show well it was tough for me I I remember when I made the decision being in my closet crying because it was so sad for me. I, I got a lot of great things from being on that show. And I, I had, I have great memories, great experiences. I mean, bad too, but overall, I would say it was for sure a positive experience. And so when I decided to make the decision to leave, it was very, very difficult and very bittersweet, probably more sad than happy. I was happy that, you know, I was pregnant with twins, which is what I wanted. And I was going right. to be, you know, in one city with my family, but 
I loved my job. That was a job and it was so fun. So it's kind of sucked. Was there one thing in particular? I mean, you were pregnant with the twins, which is huge in itself. But is there one thing that was like, okay, I need to, I need to step back from the show? Yeah, I, I guess so. The overarching sentiment was, I'm pregnant with twins. I knew it was going to be a challenging pregnancy, just you know, by the sheer fact that it was twins, and housewives probably in general, it's a very toxic environment to be in, and it's extremely right. stressful and it's petty. And it's not healthy. It's not emotionally healthy, which then takes a toll on you physically. You know, it's just like a lot of partying and drinking, which is all fine and fun. But to do that while trying to grow two babies is, is not a smart, a smart move. If you have the opportunity to say no to it, but even then it was difficult, but that was it. I would say the majority of the reason I left was because of the toxicity of the environment. Now I'm like, okay, I'm not pregnant. I would love to go back. (laughs) You would love to go back. I think so. I mean, again, the toxicity is pretty bad and it sucks to hang out with people you don't like or respect and you have to hang out with them. Whereas like right. in real life, I would be like, you're deleted. Yeah. I'd say I love what I got. I was able to like grow my Instagram following and have the successful blog and do the podcast that I have and meet really freaking cool people and promote brands that I love and write about what I love. I, that's because of this platform that I created from this toxic show that totally. I had so much fun doing. So totally. because of that, I see it for what it is. And it was good. So wait, I, okay. I have a back, backup question about you leaving. Were you, were you were going to leave the show? Cause I want to get into this toxic, to, toxicity too. God, don't say that when you've been drinking. <laughs> right. So when you were like, I'm leaving the show, I'm pregnant with twins, were you and Jim, how was your relationship at that point? I would say our relationship went downhill pretty much from the start, like a little by little. From the start of the show? The start of our relationship, probably. But overall, my relationship with Jim, I don't remember it being amazing, but I was really committed to being a wife and to our relationship. So I knew like that being with him would be helpful for our relationship. Right. And which ultimately it's... didn't matter. Yeah, but you didn't know at the time. You've heard a thousand times. They say you're in a relationship or married or vowed on a reality show. It's kind of the kiss of death. Do you mm-hmm. feel like maybe you guys would still be together had no. you not been on the show? No. No, I don't. I think that what a show like The Real Housewives does, and let's let's think about this. What who does reality TV center around for the most part? Women. Not very often does reality television center around men. It's it's more unusual. So then, you know, right. Or historically, (laughs) let's say. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so then we, women go on a show and then, you know, a marriage might break up. So then you're thinking, oh, well, their, their marriage broke up because they're on a reality show. I don't buy that. What I think their marriage broke up is because women are supposed to be historically speaking, like more submissive and supportive of their husbands. And the husbands are supposed to, you know, like have this woman standing behind them to like keep them supported and built up. Well, all of a sudden their wife becomes this hot, like desired person on television. She's successful. She's being recognized. Well, guess what? The spotlight is not on the man anymore. Now it's on the woman and he has to share that. That's difficult for a lot of men. And that's why I think the relationships in reality television typically fall apart not because you're on a reality show because men can't take the heat you have to be married to a very strong man who is able to support and love his wife and build her up 
in order to like truly recognize the benefit of what reality television can do. Otherwise, gotta go. So you think it was almost like a jealousy thing? He's like, listen, I'm the MLB player. I'm the one that makes all the money. Everybody knows me. Then all of a sudden, my wife is like, she's the hot thing now. I don't think it's. I'm not speaking directly to my situation with Jim. I'm speaking about overall with right. you know reality show like marriage breaks right. up, breakups. Or it could be you know maybe the marriage is bad to start. You go on the show and now the woman who was the stay at home wife or stay at home mom or whatever she did now all of a sudden she has a career. That she can turn into something and the husband can leave her or she can leave the husband, you know? Totally. So I think about it as more empowering. Right. But you said before you guys even started the show, you guys were already kind of going this way as opposed to... I don't think Jim and I ever had a relationship that was like improving overall, you know, after maybe like the honeymoon phase or something. Right. But we went through a lot of stuff. So it's hard to know, is that the relationship or is that, you know, because we, you know, had so many moves. I had this overnight fame from the housewives and we had these stepkids and his first wife was dying. There's a lot that we went through. You guys were throwing a ton when you first came on, like a ton. Yeah. And then you got into the whole pregnancy. I mean, you guys literally, yeah, I kids, feel like. Right. Did he, did he want to do the show though? Overall, probably not, but he never said no. He said, you know, I'll support you if that's what you want to do. And I did. Had you ever seen OC pre going on? I would watch it kind of like channel surfing. And then when I got the offer to be on the show, I binge watched like the previous season, season nine. Just to catch up and like who's who, what's going on. And so what you thought going into this, obviously we all watch, right? And we're like, how is this person? You know, are they really crazy? Are they cool? Or what is it? So when you watch this and then you're going on, who was what you thought they would be and who was what you didn't think they would be? I thought I would get along with Vicky and I didn't. I thought I would not like Tamara. And she's like probably my closest friend from the entire franchise. Really? Um, Yeah. Like we're really close. And Heather too. But overall, I kind of thought I would like everybody. So you're still friends right now with, you're close with Heather and Tia. Yeah. Yeah. And then I recently started like kind of being friendly with Kelly. Kelly Dodd. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Got it. How did that come about? It's just easier to be friendly with somebody than to have an enemy. Does she kind of contact you? I think it was both like in and out, you know, like do we have these shared, the shared experience of being on a reality show. That's a, it's a very small club. So. Totally. Cause you guys were, I mean, you guys at one point on the show were very close. Yeah. Yeah. We were, yeah. We probably wouldn't, wouldn't be like very close. I mean, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense, but yeah, we're fine. So do you want, have you seen the new season? No, but I kind of keep up with like gossip on it a little bit. So do you know some of the people, obviously have Kelly, but do you know anyone that's on it right now? Yeah, because I went, I did a little cameo party on the train a couple years ago. I think it was Shannon's birthday. Yeah, it was Shannon's birthday. And I met Gina and Emily. Oh, wait. I remember that. You do? Yeah. And then you guys went to lunch or dinner or something afterwards, right? Yes. Yes. And I like wore this whole like themed outfit and nobody else was in the thing. And I'm like, great. (laughs) (laughs) That was, when was that? Two seasons ago? I think, I don't know. I think so, but I can't remember. So, oh, obviously you knew Shannon. 
Oh, yeah, Shannon's still on. So Shannon, Emily, Gina, and I know Bronwyn. Oh, you do know Bronwyn. How do you feel about the current cast of people? I heard it's kind of crazy. I don't know. I've heard it going downhill, but I, I hate to believe that. So- you know, it's, it's funny. I literally just read somewhere that they were thinking, like, do we do a kind of a recast, kind of a shake-up? I feel like they say that every year. They say that every I know. Year. They always do. But I feel like they really mean it this season as really? someone watching. And I've seen from the get-go, you know, Vicky in her little home office to now. I mean, I understand what they're saying. I just was wondering if, if you're like, okay, someone needs to go or someone should stay. If you had even knew these cast people. No. So there's, okay, there's Emily, Gina, Bronwyn, Shannon, Elizabeth. And Kelly. Yes. And Kelly. Six. Yeah. I literally don't even know. I mean, who's the voice of reason in that group? I don't know. I'm asking. (laughs) Is there one? That is a, that's a big question that I could not even tell you the answer. Because I I feel like you have to have a voice of reason. Totally. I could not say, to be honest with you. I feel like, honestly, it's so every episode, it could be someone different every episode. I mean, Gina. Actually, I would say Gina. Gina. Yeah. Tamara likes her. Tamara likes her? Oh, yeah, because yeah, Tamara knows. Yeah, Tamara's on the show with all of them, except I don't think she was on with Elizabeth, but I'm not sure. No. Okay. Yeah, Elizabeth is new this season. Okay. So the recast, if you had to come back on, you said you would, maybe you'd be open to it. Who would you, who would be like your dream cast? Oh, this is easy. Okay. Uh, Shannon, Heather, Tamara, me. Can there be four? There can be as many as you want. Okay, well, or as little as you want, because like, <laughs> <laughs> I put Kyle on there from the Beverly Hills and Carol from New York, and that's it. Oh, I dig that. I like the Carol one. That's a good one. Wait, anyone else from OC? I don't think so. Who are some other good ones? Or like, anyone I'm not, that you were with? Well, I was with Kelly. I'm not having her back on. She's she's like can be so nasty. I don't want to go back on with her and fight like that. I like I like her how we are. Like we text on occasion and we're very like distanced and right. Vicky, I don't want to go be. No, we didn't get along. We were she was mean, and <laughs> I think I would be fine with Vicky. Like I think we both understand that we don't like each other, so therefore like we don't feel forced to like try to like each other or try to be like right. nice or me or anything. So I feel like that's pretty neutral. So I could probably be fine with her, but she's just like drama. Oh, I, I met uh, Alexis. Alexis. Oh, Alexis Bellini. Alexis Bellino. Bellino. Cause she is from Missouri. Yes. But I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think like we have a whole lot in common outside of that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met Gretchen? I don't know if I've met her in real life. So you're, your dream team is you, Tamara, Heather. Shannon and Shannon. Shannon. And you and Shannon are so cool today. Yeah, we're cool. She just texted me the other day. I'll show you. Really? She sent me a, like a throwback photo of Sophie holding an Aspen. Sophie. Oh my gosh. How yeah. cute is that? Does that feel like so long ago? Yeah. It's With like- Aspen? You know, we saw your whole pregnancy, you know, as you guys were starting to have, which... I can tell you personally, I really appreciate it because I don't think people put it out there enough. Like me as a mom right now to two kids, it was super hard for me to get pregnant. I went through a million Mm. IUIs and IVFs and the shots like you did. So for me, I really appreciated that. Was it so, I mean, it's so hard as is doing that in, in, in general, like, and then you talk about being on camera. 
why did, did you, did you want to put it out there for everybody? The yeah, shots that and was, ultrasounds. And- yeah, I, I did. I wanted to like give, try to make something that I know a lot of people go through more normal, more normalized. Right. So that I knew that it felt like it was going to be a very isolating experience. And so I wanted to be able to like let other women who might be watching and going through that know that, look here, I, here I am feeling the same way. Like your emotions are not unique to you. They're like, we have solidarity. Totally. That was insane. And when you finally remember you went to the pool party, it was someone's, was it Vicky's party? Yes. And my sister was there. Yes. Yeah. That was amazing. And we're like, yes. And of course the girls are catty and like, Oh, of course it's not her birthday. Why are we celebrating a baby? Like, right. are you kidding? It yeah, was yeah. Just, Whatever. That was crazy. But like how, so now you have Aspen and you're two amazing twins. Like, I don't even know how you did twins, first of all. I mean, yeah, that's it was a lot. in itself insane. So, but you're normally, are you back now full time in St. Louis? Yes. I just bought a house there. Congratulations. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So, do you miss the OC day. at all? I, I miss pre-COVID OC. I miss pre-COVID LA, but now I don't. I, like right now I'm in Sun Valley, Idaho with my boyfriend and we're, we're skiing, we're outside. It's just, it's like so nice to be able to do an activity I love to do. And right. yeah, I have to wear a mask at the base of the mountain and stuff, but like I'm cold. I'm going to wear it anyways. You know, it's not right. that big of a deal. So it feels cool. very normal. The kids are in St. Louis too. Yeah. Well, they're, they're with their dad right now. It's like his time both- to have them. Yeah. Oh. He's full time in St. Louis. Amazing. So how, how close are you guys? Like, where's your like driving distance? Like 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. (laughs) No, it's very convenient. It's good for the kids. And then my parents live in St. Louis. Two of my sisters are there living there. I have cousins, a huge family. I'm very close with them. So that's been really nice. Do you like, what were the best things that you missed from the OC though about being there? The weather mainly and like the accessibility, the accessibility. There's a different energy, faster pace. Yeah, it was great to be close to the beach. I loved going to the beach. Go as much as possible. Water is life-giving. I miss it. But you have the mountains and skiing and like that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I have not in St. Louis, like here in Sun Valley, yeah. But like I have an airport in St. Louis that can take me to those places. (laughs) My favorite place in St. Louis. Yeah, (laughs) my favorite destination in St. Louis is Lambert Airport. So, okay. So you have the three kids. Now, you know, I always wonder too, it's it's like a, someone watching the show for so long, as we kind of talked about before, you know, we see these people, we saw Vicky and we always wonder, this is how they are. Is this how they really are off camera? Do you think that we saw you on camera like that? What they, what they put on the TV without you? Like, I think, I think so. Because I was always myself and then I would watch and I would think sometimes, well, they didn't give the whole story, but I did do that and I did act like that and I did say that. So therefore it's me. But my friends and my family would say, no, that's not you. You did all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but like that actually was me still. And the way that I heard it from like my friends and family who would watch, they would say like, they're not showing how rounded you are or how normal you are. And I'm like, but they're still showing me. Like I'm not faking any of that other stuff. It's just maybe not the whole picture. And that's probably the, the feedback that I get from people who know me that they didn't see the whole picture of who I was, but 
that's not to say that I wasn't the person on TV. But you're also, you're a single hot woman out there. I mean, not, there's two things, I guess. Is it hard just trying to date somebody and find somebody new on top of it being a, a pandemic? Like, how did you, how do you even deal yeah. with that? Well, yeah, it's weird, really weird, too. Like, the guy I'm dating, Will, he and I met before the pandemic started. We were friends. And we dated a year ago, and then we, we stopped, and we dated other people, and then we just stayed friends the whole time and all of a sudden we're like whoa i think there's a spark here let's do this but so that wasn't hard because I knew him but right overall yeah it seems pretty hard but i don't have much else to compare it to but is it hard too because people are always like what are you doing why you know what i'm saying i just feel like they're always like saying things like oh, like on the I internet yeah oh like, totally I've they're been... assholes Ugh. So, okay, so let's go back to Will, though, because you guys were friends. Yeah. And then, you you know, all of a sudden, what's going on here? You guys. Yeah, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Yeah. like So sparks just started flying? Well, I, I went to ski with him and some other friends, just as friends. But, like, I think, you know, we were acting like more than friends. But, like, okay, whatever, friends with Benny's, okay, sure. Some time passed and. And we're like maybe a week or two and we're like, wait a minute, like these feelings are not going away. Maybe we should try to see if they work. So we're just having fun. Like he's, we've known each other for a year and it's just easy. So we're just hanging out. And he's in St. Louis. No, he's in Sun Valley, Idaho. Oh, okay. So, and that's where you are right now. Right. Not, so how far is that from where you are, your house in oh, St. Louis? Oh, far. Like two plane flights. Far. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So how often do you see each other? Well, I mean, we just started dating, like like officially dating, like maybe a month ago. Like Matt might even be generous. And so this is brand new, but like we've been friends, so it doesn't feel like, feels like more fluid, you know, like it happened more fluidly, organically. Well, that's but, what they say, I mean, right? That's what's yeah. supposed to happen, right? friends yeah. and then you see yeah, what it's happens easy. and then yeah okay st louis is 1300 miles from here <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i like to you know do things the hard way i guess you know what it's not worth doing if it ain't a little hard that's right yeah definitely okay. makes our time together valuable so you're there right now with will and then how mm-hmm. long will you be there with will well i'll i'll get my kids back on monday so i'll go back probably sunday the weekend. And then you have kids normally all week? Yeah. And then Jim takes them on the weekends. No, no, no. Like the way the way we've been doing custody recently, and we're not even legally divorced at all. Like the, we're still totally married and going through this whole process. So things change often. But right now, it's usually he gets a week, I get a week. That's typically how it goes. Right. Is it tough? Yeah, I try to leave town every time I, my, I don't have my kids because I hate being in this empty house without noises. My kid's voice is filling it up. And for the first day, it's fine because it's like any mom needs like a day of release every now and then. Like just silence. <laughs> in a cocktail. Yeah. Or three. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like sleep in for an hour or whatever, you know, like sleep in at seven o'clock. And, whoa. Um, whoa. Don't, but, don't tease me. Don't right. tease me. <laughs> but then oh. after the, after day one, it's a little lonely and sad. And so I try to keep myself busy. 
Okay, well, let me talk about Will because, you know, we love your new sexy side, Megan. I mean, you're sexy, he's sexy. You guys are just like pure sexiness. Oh, so thank you. about Will, are mm-hmm. you down to play a little game? Oh, about Will? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay, all right. So this game is about your new sexy side piece, Will. We call it Fave Five. Okay. So you need to tell me the first thing that comes to mind about Will. Oh my okay. God. Okay. It's PG 13. Okay. Okay. Ready? All right. First okay. thing that comes to mind about Will favorite body part? His brain. Oh, that's nice. Okay. You're, you're not Fav- going to get the PG 13 from me. <laughs> favorite. That was very PG-13. That was, I was expecting that one. Okay. Favorite location to kiss? On the lips. Favorite location for him to kiss you? On the lips. Let's see. PG. Okay. What's your favorite pet name? I know you're new, but what's your favorite pet name for him? Oh, Do I don't one? know. Babe. Babe. Does he, what does he call you? Babe. Meg. Megan, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hey, you. <laughs> Get over here, hot stuff. Okay, favorite color underwear? On me? Both. Black? None? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, for him or you? <laughs> uh, for me, black? I don't know. I feel like girls can have sexy underwear. For guys, it's kind of like, eh. What's cute underwear anyway, like you said? I can Totally. I don't think I've ever seen a pair no, of cute underwear. Ever. Like, even if it's, like, a hot, sexy pair of, like, tight boxer briefs, like, is that cute underwear? Or is that, like, a European swimsuit and we're confused? <laughs> Especially when they're, like, standing there with nothing on and you're, like, ugh, okay. Right, I'm trying, like, huh. trying to, like, yeah. you know, get there and then it's that. It's, like, just, like, have none on or, like, pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, no underwear <gasps> underpants? Well, I mean, we don't need to know. Okay, got it. Because they have pants on. Got it. You know? We just don't have to see the actual underwear. I love this. Like, I could talk exactly. about this stuff all day. Like, this is what I really like. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Okay, so favorite thing, this is more PG, but favorite thing that he does that makes you smile? Probably touch me. Just like, you know, just essentially, I feel safe and seen and respected when I'm touched in a way that means, like, that feels like I'm proud to be next to you. Oh, I love that. And so he does that and he makes you feel like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, I yeah. mean, this is probably a crazy question, but had he seen you on the show prior to no, 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 he tried, he tried to start watching it. He said he, he started, he was going to watch the, you know, my seasons. And I think he got like two minutes into it. And he's like, this is cringe. It's like cringeworthy watching me because he knows me. <laughs> Wait, it's cringe. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't do it. It's cringe watching. It was cringeworthy watching you, how you were, or just the fact it's the housewives and all the madness that the housewives. Well, brings. I think all of it, but mainly the scene I think he was watching was one with Jim and I and like who wants to see that like what boyfriend wants to see right. that no thank you oh yeah yeah let's move on to the next <laughs> you know like we don't need to watch that show you know what speaking of that just reminded me of something but i read or heard you saying you saw a ghost when you were yeah a, a kid no i i saw ghosts when i was pregnant with the twins 
next to my bed. That's when you saw the ghost. Ghost boy, that's what I called him. You woke up because you you believe in all like right, supernatural, supernatural, psychic, psychic medium, right. the whole thing. Which yep. I do. I love it. I dig it. That is a whole other thing I could talk to you about forever. I love it. I love Same. that. Same. I love that. But so you wake up, you're pregnant, and you see this ghost. And that was, I can't yeah. even imagine how scary that was. I was terrified. Well, honestly, like initially I wasn't, I felt violated, you know, like no one's supposed to be in my house watching me sleep. And I jump up out of bed and I'm like, who are you? What are you doing? But I knew it wasn't a ghost right away. I was just like kind of half asleep still. And because I could see through him and he was kind of like floating, like his body kind of disappeared, maybe like, you know, around his calves or something. And he's just like very ghosty and wearing period clothing and I think I startled him because he didn't disappear right away. He kind of like started disappearing, like floating away, like not floating. It was almost like he was like walking back, like, oh, uh, uh, like you just got caught. Right. And the way I felt was just like, kind of just like disgusted, annoyed, violated, like a little unnerved, but like I knew it was not a bad energy, but it was disrespectful. And then I got back in bed and I was thinking, I just saw a ghost. What the fuck? I just saw a ghost. I just saw a ghost. And so I slept with my light on for like three nights. That is insane. What's scarier? Seeing a ghost when you like waking up or being on the housewives? Seeing a ghost. <laughs> really? That must, that must yeah. be pretty scary. Yeah, you can control the housewife stuff. Like you control your reaction at least. Like you can't control a freaking ghost. What was your best thing about being on the housewife like the greatest moment or the greatest part of being on the housewives i enjoyed being in front of the camera i loved the energy like i loved getting ready and like dressing up and having new outfits and like putting so much effort into my appearance and then like the lighting and being fussed over and then like just was felt so good listen <laughs> I would exactly answer that. I love that. I mean, that is reason enough for me to even do a whack show like The Housewives just for that alone. Well worth it right there. 100%. Not, like, what was your biggest regret or the thing that you didn't like the most from the show? I don't know. Probably the dynamic that I had with Jim on there. It was really shitty to watch back. And not that I could really do a whole lot to control that. But like, I didn't like it. Right. But you know what? It's learning. Like, you you know, look where you are now. You're in Will's amazing parents' bedroom with this amazing. <laughs> Sounds so weird. <laughs> so, so freaking weird. Which is 30 so seconds. glorious. You guys need to see this room. It is spectacular. <laughs> so you have, okay, you know, when you opened the show, The Housewives, you had your tagline. And we know on the show, you had your own tagline when you opened. So- Right now, though, what would your, mm -hmm. in your current life, in your current world, what would your tagline be? Something like, life's an adventure, but I am woman, hear me roar. Or something, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> that is amazing. And you, see, you, need to, there, you need to say that with your, well, you know, the wall art of like the strong women that you have? I love that. Like, I got it. I want to do something like empowering women and like doing fun shit. I'm a badass <laughs> and you can be too. 
and you are too. <laughs> yeah. and then and then it'll be like this i love that that is amazing <laughs> yeah megan you're awesome i'm so happy oh, to, get well, to see it. you and talk you. to you thank you for taking the time to come on it was amazing thank you had- you have great energy keep spreading thank it you. hopefully we can do this again and maybe it can be a little more yes. love not it. so like pg-ish we can get more into like dirty okay okay yeah we will we'll, we may maybe in a few months yeah. we'll <laughs> Wait, real quick, where can everyone listening who loves you, where can they find you on social? Find me at Megan King with an H, M-E-G-H-A-N, King. Follow my life, my babies, and all my fun adventures. I love it. Megan, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.